This is Gemara and Shkolem Taf Yud Aleph. Today's year and all this year and for the month of Nisan have been sponsored by the Grun family, the initials Chaim Mordechai ben Aftali Tzvi. The learning of the entire Chabura as we go through this bit of a difficult Mesech to Yushalmi should be a tremendous Chos Yilinish Masai. Of course, Chaylin Menim Abega Chaim Mesarz on Sivan Rezil Zarbas Kanandali to Basim Chai Sari Selma Mindol. Eliad their parents, Mishavle Shalom Baznamib Shavig Shahanav Haldimini Tribune Shalom the Yilish Daniel Chan Rezil. Melka Chai Basvino Libroch was the Musa. As well as We pick it up on the bottom of Yudam Abayz, and actually today is about the halfway mark of Shkolim. It's been a bit difficult, but hopefully it's slowly getting easier, and we're halfway there. So we're going to go up a little bit, because we sort of came to a bit of a grinding halt yesterday. So we'll pick it up about 12, 13 lines from the bottom. First one on the line is La Kibinyin says the Gemara Amar Rav Chizkiah Tana Rav Yehuda Gedudziyah Hakatayris Chol Karbanis Atzibar The Kateris and all the communal Karbanis by Mitzumas Alishka They come from this communal funds. This was the theme that we spoke about yesterday where they used with all the monies from the Machs HaShakom Mizbech HaZav Chol Klishares Bayim Mimaiser Nesachim They come from the leftovers of the Nesachim Mizbech HaEla Vayichal Vazav but we learned that there is a dinner mi'ilah, but how could there be mi'ilah if you're telling me that we buy these items and we repair all these items with the leftover funds? How could there be mi'ilah? And this is really where we concluded there's a dinner mi'ilah on shirayim. Now, says, asks the Gemara on this, asks Teretz, Amr Avchia, Klom Amr Amir Abbasayich Shenasai, Vacha Chutz L'Shenasai Anan Kayamim. You can't say it's Rameir, because Rameir's din is only within the year, and this is after the year of those funds, and therefore it would not even work with Rameir, and the Gemara leaves it off as a kasha. Says the Gemara, a new Gemara, and this is really where we picked off from yesterday. Omar Rav Tana Rav Yehuda, about eight lines from the bottom, first words in line is Rabbi Yehuda. Tana Rav Yehuda Gedudiyos. Hashalachin, hashulchan v'amaneir v'amizbechos ha'paroiches ma'akvenes ha'karbanes. Divi Rameir. Rameir held that these vessels in the base of Migdash the Shulchan Menayra Mizbeach Paroiches are all Ma'aki of the Karbanes so that means is different Pshat what that means either that means that if you don't have all of these Kalim you cannot do any of that Avaita in the base of Mikdash or it means each one you cannot do its Avaita without the item itself although the first Pshat is a bit simpler that's what Rameir says they disagree in Lecha Ma'aki Vesakarban the only thing that is Ma'aki of the Karban Ela Hakir Vakin Bovad and in truth on the side over here in the Gilean Ashas, they change it from the Gain to the Karkoiv and the Karen Bilvad, referring to the latticework around the Mizbeach and the horns of the Mizbeach. So that is with the Chachamimel, those are the only items that were integral and necessary in order to do the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdash. And on this, again, we have two opinions how integrally, of course, every Kaili was integral, but can you do the Avoidah if all the Kailim were not there? And says the Gemara, they argue, 
And they held Terein Aimer, and they both say, "Call Ein Dersiv Noichach Ma'akiv Sela and Einoy Ma'akiv." Any time the Torah uses the word Noichach, that means it's an integral keli. And if you don't have that keli in the base of Migdash, then you cannot do the Avoda. But if it says Sela, like the last Tikkun Charetin on the bottom points out, refers to the Shulchan, then it is not Ma'akiv, which would basically mean to give a simple example at a time that let's say the Shulchan was Tamei or it wasn't there for whatever its reason, they still could do the Avoda. He argues and he says, no, even the word sell is makiv. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman, moving along to Daf Yiral of today's Daf, Vafilu Shima Ma'akiv, and the Torah says, Shima, you said in its place, those are Ma'akiv. So we have a whole litany, a whole list of all these Amarayim that held that it's not integral necessarily like the Chachamim said. The Chachamim said the only items that were integral or the lattice work in the horns. But we see all these Amarayim see different definitions. Explains the Gemara on the top line of Yeralaf Amaralaf, Amarav Khanina, Kan Bafoidishabithnin, but Kan Bafoidishabachots. There's no there's no debate at all. When the Chachamim said that it only refers to the horns and the lattice work on the Mizbeach, that's referring to the Avoida of the Chutz. Whereas when these other Amarayim said these different definitions, that was Avaitis Penim, the inside Avaita on the base of Migdash. Amar Avchanina, Shachatzis Kedayla, Aisab Ibn Nekan Kedayla. There was tremendous Shachatzis, tremendous Gaiva, tremendous haughtiness the Kahanam Kedayla had. Says the Gemara from where? Says Avchanina, Shayyaisim Ishishim Kikarzah, more than 60 Kikar of his gold, Hayyamaitzin Ba, they would waste. Why? Shayyakibsa Shalpara, the ramp of the Para Aduma, which we spoke about yesterday. Even though that ramp, which was there, the ramp that took the animal from the base of Migdash to the Harazesim, the ramp was still there and there was nothing wrong with it. Yet, each Kayin Gadol built a new ramp, wasting 60 talents, wasting whatever that means, of gold. Elos, what would they do? They would say, They would rebuild it. That was the Gaiva that each Kayin Gadol had, that he had to have the ramp built during his time they base Amigdash. On that says the Gemara, no. Hesav Ravula Kumi Ramana Ravula said in the name of in front of Ramana, that's not true what you just said. Why? How do I know? Fatani Shimanatzadik, Shimanatzadik, which was one of the better Kanugidailim, he Shtaparais Asalai Asa, he made two paradumas in his lifetime, and yet in each paraduma, he did not bring the on the same ramp. Is the is it possible that he had shachas on his own ramp? Meaning, I can understand the kind of wants to undo the previous kind of those ramp, but Shimon Hatzadik built a ramp. He did one paraduma. Now he has a second paraduma. Why is he rebuilding the ramp? Rather explains the Gemara. Rather explains Rabbi Ula in front of Ramana Maikidayin Al Shem Mailahi Bipara. Rather, it was a Milo, was, a, was something good about the Paradum that the kind of Gedolim did. Silsalhi Bipara was a wonderful Milo that they did to show covet to the Paraduma. They built a new ramp each and every time they brought that carbon. And Tani and the Gemara in a similar vein chose. The tremendous Kedusha and Tahira that they ensured by the Parah Aduma, Tani, Zizan, Ukisalam, Ayyayitzin, Mikan, Mikan, there were beams and protrusions that stuck off of this ramp. For what reason? Kedesh, Layatu, Yetzitzi, Akayanav, Yitzmo. When the Kayanav were bringing up the Parah Aduma, we don't want them looking over the edge and potentially looking down. Why? What would happen if they looked down? They might be then being over a mace, over a kever, and making themselves an animal tummy. So to prevent that, 
They made these Peshujans off the ramp. So it's going with the second opinion that it was wonderful Milo that they did with the Baraduma by rebuilding the ramp and not that it was necessarily Gaiva. Says the Gemara, Ravikiva Oimer, two dots about 12 lines down, Ein Mishtakrin. Ravikiva was discussing in the Mishnah when the Mishnah said that they used the leftover money to buy items and made a sale and the money then went to the base of Migdash. Ravikiva disagreed and Ravikiva said there's no Aniyas but Makam Ashiras. Ashiras Makam Aniyas. The base of Migdash is not a person that needs to make money. It's God's house. Says Ravikiva, we don't, we're not profiting for the base of Migdash. Says the Gemara, Allah, If you want, Mutter, if you want, you're allowed to, the, what they were allowed to do is make a stipulation. Meaning the Gemara here is going with understanding that the issue is not necessarily to make a profit for the base of Migdash, but the issue is that the potential loss to the base of Migdash. So says the Gemara, Sorry, what would they do? If you want to make a stipulation that if there's a loss, I'll incur the loss. And if there's a profit, the profit goes to the base of Migdash. That you're allowed to do. And the Gemara shows a precedent for this. That this person had the uh, the Pikadin, the deposit of Yisaymin Bayin. And he came to ask Ramana, Amar and Ramana told him, If you want, you're allowed to make the same stipulation that the hafsada, the loss, will be yours and the profit will go to the assignment then you're allowed. Meaning if you make it basically full, bulletproof that the assignment, the base of Middash, won't lose, then it is permissible. And similarly, Rav Chia Barada Itzvakid, he had a deposit, he had a uh, deposit in, from the possession of the assignment and he did similarly making this stipulation that if there's a loss, he incurs the loss and if there's a gain, then the assignment get it. And that is how the Gemara is explaining this. Then Rav Kiva, they're not necessarily Necessarily, is there a problem making the base of Middash gain, but it's the problem for the potential loss. We said in the Mishnah, Meiser Peirais, we spoke about the excess of the fruit, and we spoke when we read the Mishnah, we said we're going to discuss in the Gemara exactly what this means. So now the Gemara explains that Masnisa and Rabbi Yishmali, the Mishnah is going with Rabbi, that part of the Mishnah is going with Rabbi Yishmal and not Rabbi Kiva. Meaning, the Gemara's understanding that Meiser Peiris means the excess of the Peiris, that if they were to sell the fruits and other items that they bought with the Machsal Shackle, the money would go to the base of Igdash. So says this Gemara, this is clearly not going with the opinion that we just said a moment ago of Rabbi Kiva. Because if Akiva says we don't make money, we don't lose things for the base of Mikdash. Rather, it's going with Rabbi Yishmael. As the Gemara shows, Rabbi Chibar Yosef Potter Matanisa, he explains the Mishnah, Moiser Peirais, Schar Lehektish. The benefit goes to the Hektish, Moiser Nesachim, Zu Sarevius, and the excess of the Nesachim, that is the Sarevius. What's that referring to? That's referring to they would make special arrangements with the vendors when the base of English would buy all the items they needed, the oils, the flowers, flour for the menachis, the wines, etc. They would make a stipulation. They would tell the vendor, if the price goes down, if the price goes up, we pay what we stipulate right now. And if the price goes down, then you have to give us, the base of English gets extra product. So basically, the base of English will gain on both ends, and that's called the saw revius, the fourth saw, meaning an additional saw that the base of English is going to get in the event that the price Goes down. Rav Yechon Abater Masnita. He explains Moiser Peiros Zusaravis. So that's referring to this additional saw that they might get if the price changes. And Moiser Nesachim is Lebe Rutsin. That's referring to the heaping. What's the heaping that when they would donate to the base of Migdash? 
they bring a, a cup of wine, a cup of water, there would always be, or let's say a cup of flour, we'll see in a moment if there's a difference in liquids and solids, but there would always be, they would heap it, they would make it go over the top a little bit, that surface tension that holds it in. So that excess, what would they do with that excess? Because that wasn't part of the carbon. So that excess, that's what we're referring to as the miser, that's what they would use it for. As the Gemara of Leslie, Rav Chibar Yosef Lebeirutzin, he doesn't hold to this concept, he didn't list this. Well, what did he do with that? Um, Rav Chizkiya No, he held it's the same thing. And now the Gemara explains that this din of Beirutin, this din that when you donate, if there's a heaping amount, like we just said, Nicha, everything is good. That the end of the Mishnah says, in because then it makes a lot of sense. The Rav Chibar Yosef explained that it has to do with Beirut and how to do with the heaping. And it does not necessarily have anything to do with the base of Mikdash gaining, because he's going with Rabbi Akiva, that we don't let the base of Mikdash gain. That's what the end of the Mishnah said, that they don't agree by Peiris. Meaning, because the Machlaikis, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, is going to be the Machlaikis in the end of the Mishnah, whether the excess will go to the base of Mikdash, are we concerned the base of Mikdash will lose or not? But says the Gemara, According to Rav Yechelon, it comes out schwer. Because Rav Yechelon explained that the Meisar Peirais is, and the Meisar Nesachim does go to the Beis HaMikdash. So what's going on? What does it mean at the end of the Mishnah when it said that they don't agree to this din of Peirais? Explains the Gemara. What does the Mishnah mean when it says they don't agree. They don't agree that the excess goes for the kayits of the Mizbeach, the dessert, the excessive, the extra carbonates when the Bismuthish is idle. But of course they agree to the concept and that they're going to just rather they're going to disagree and they're going to hold that you use the money for the klisharis to buy the vessels for the Beisam Mikdash. And now we conclude this Mishnah says the Gemara at Kedayin Beiruti Tzibor Afilu Beiruti Yachad this din of Beiruti, this din of the heaping, is not only by when there was a donation for the for the general po- populace, but rather also for a singular person. Says the Gemara, how could that be? You just told me that when a donation comes to Mesa Mikdash and it's heaping, that excess heaping, what do you use? You use for the Klisharis. But I asked the Gemara, if a singular person brings an, a donation, that donation cannot be brought, cannot be used to buy the Kalisharis in different vessels in the base of Megdash. Explains the Gemara, not a problem. Kanad Daninan, bringing us back to yesterday's daf. The mother can make a shirt for her son. Why? She gives it over wholeheartedly. So, too, over here, we're going to say it's not a problem if it comes from a private donation. As long as you do it willingly, then it can even go for communal services like the Kalisharis. And now we conclude. You're telling me it's a din only by Lach or even by Yavish. What's the difference? The difference is when you would bring something to the base of Migdash, should be inside a cup. That cup would be in Klisharis. The interior of the cup is Kaddish. So now, if it's a liquid and there's a surface tension, it makes a lot of sense. Why? Because as you pour it in, liquids move around. So for as liquids move around, every part of the liquid is going to be touching every dot of inside the cup. And therefore, the entire liquid is going to have a din of Kedush on it. Therefore, it makes a lot of sense that the excess part of the heap will be used for the Klisharis of the base of Migdash. But if it's a solid, Solids don't move around in a cup. So that which is inside the cup, I understand that that is a din of Kedusha. But that which is heaping on top, why does that have any din of Kedusha at all? 
So in that explains the Gemara. Kahidatanina, like we learned, Tamon and Nasachim, Shakachu Bikliv and Imsa Zevach Pasul, Im Yishri Zevach Achri Yikrabu Yimai Vim Lav, Lanu Yifsu Balina will yes be Pasul. Proving the fact that there will indeed be a difference that this whole din that we spoke about, the Beiruti of the heaping, <coughs> is indeed only a, di- only a din by liquids, because by solids it's not going to get the same Kedusha. Says the Mishnah, the third Allah, the third Mishnah on this parak, Moisar Ketiris, continuing the theme like we just spoke about, of, we've been speaking about since yesterday, what do we do with the excess? So let's say you have excess Ketiris. Why would you have excess Ketiris? So to take a moment over here in the Tiklin Chadatin, it explains a bit of a math. We're not going to get too lost in the math. But basically, it explains that when they made the Ketiris, how many portions? They made the Ketiris once a year. Here, here, is, here it is. Meister Ketiris. And the Betiklin Chatan explains that every year what they would make is only, they would make 368 portions, mana of Ketiris. And there are 365 days of the year. And therefore, we would have an excess three, there's really 354 days of the year. And then they would use three mana for the Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur. But basically what happens is, is that every year they will be left with because as, as he points out, it's only 354 days. So every year they'd be left with a bit extra. So what would they do with the extra Ketiris that was left over each year? So says the Gemara, meaning you can't just use it for the next year. Why not? Because the Ketiris is bought with the Machsla Shekel of the previous year. And therefore the Kedusha is on the previous year. You can't save it for next year. So how do we get the rollover minutes? How do we get the Ketiris to be used for the next year to put the Kedusha on the next year? So explains the Mishnah, you know what they would do? Maya Eisen, what they would do is as follows. They would separate the wages for the workers and they would deconsecrate it on it. For the workers. And then they would give the Ketiris to the workers, Bisharan as their wages. Then they would re-buy it back with the new Truma, with the new Machsa Shekel. Basically, I have extra Ketiris. I have workers in the base of Migdash, I have to pay. So I pay the workers with the Ketiris, because they're working for the base of Migdash, a lot except something with Kedusha. Or actually, more importantly, as we'll explain in the Gemara, really they deconsecrate the Ketiris first, they put it on to money, and then they take the Ketiris with now, which now is no Kedusha, I give it to the workers. Then I go to those workers and I take the new Machsa Shekels and I buy it back from them. So now the base of effectively just acquired Ketiris with the new Machsa Shekels for the new year. Depending if they have the new coins or not. So says the Gemara, let's explain this transfer like we just explained. How could you do what you just said? You can't transfer Hektish to Hektish. So case what would you do? Explains the Gemara, which we sort of just explained. The Gemara is going to speak it out. Maybe they would take money. This money maybe has Kedusha, maybe doesn't. And they'll be machalal the money on the Binyan, onto the base of Mikdash itself. Now the money has no Kedusha. Now that we have money without Kedusha, as we move along to Yeral from the base, says the Gemara, who maybe Kedusha is machalalayim. Now they'll do like we just said. They'll take the Kedusha and take the Kedusha from the Kedusha and put it on this money that has no Kedusha. Then 
then they'll take the Kedairis, which has no Kedusha, give it to the workers. And then, what do they do? Then they buy it back. Says the Gemara, at the end of this whole story, what are you left with? You're left with money. Money that received the Kedusha from the Kedairis. So what do you do with that cash? Ask the Gemara, what do you do with it? Rabbi Oimer, Oimer, I explain you, we give it to the families of Garmu and Avtina, they were the ones, they would make the Kedairis, and therefore they're allowed, that's what I explained when we said the Mishnah, they're allowed to accept money with Kedusha, so we'll give them this money that has the Kedusha of the Kedairis on it. And they also made the Lechem upon him. Asks the Gemara, one second. It only works if you have a if you have an account, if you have a debt, if you owe the families of Garmu Naftina's money. So if you owe them money, now you could go and take this money with Kedusha and pay them. However, Ravchia Barba Barba asks, remember that name, Ravchia Barba? What if you don't owe them money? Now what do you do? You got this money with Kedusha, what do you do? So the Gersa changes it to Ravchia Barpa. Be careful. That was the same person who asked the question. Now he's answering it. But he answers, If what? If you don't have, excuse me, if you don't, if you don't have an account to pay with those families of Garmunaftinis, you use it to buy donations by extra carbonates for the Mizbeach. Okay. Very good. We'll do a recap in a moment, but the Gemara is bothered with what we just spoke out. Rav Bar Kayin Bayi Kumi Rav Yosi Mechalvishi Dasei Rav Chia Barba. He changed it to Rav Chia Barba, and now Taman Srichalei Bekab Shitalei. What's going on? The same person who asked the question asks answers it. He asks, "What do we do if the families don't own any money? So we have money with kedusha." And then he answered. Excuse me, you don't ask questions and answer the same person. Explains the Gemara. Who's pasha to him that you could use that money for the kids for the offerings of Mizbeach? His question was, can you also use it to purchase the kalim, the vessels, the klisharis in the Beis Amigdash? What was the question, which we'll see more about in a moment? The question was, is there inherent Kedusha? Kedusha Zagof on Kitayres, which then is transferred onto this money. And if there is Kedusha Zagof, then you could, yes, use it to buy. Excuse me, yes, use it to buy the Klisharis or not. Before we continue, let's just get our bearings over here. Exactly what happened. We had a Mishnah. The Mishnah said, we have Kitairis. We make uh, 368 portions of Kitairis every year. So we have leftovers, only 354 days, plus the three portions the Kohen Gadol used to use on Yom Kippur. So we have extra portions left over. What do we do with that? What's the problem? Problem is you want to use the next year, but it has Kedusha for this year. Says Gemara, you know you do. Now we're going to say Lamaskana. You take this Kitairis. You take the Kedusha from the Kitairis and you put on money that does not have Kedusha because you took the money off that Kedusha you put on the building. So your money without Kedusha, Kedairis with Kedusha, take the Kedusha from the Kedairis, throw it onto the money. Now you take this Kedairis and use it to pay the workers. Great. Then what do we do? Then we take the new coins of the Machsa Shackle and we buy back the Kedairis from that workers. And now we have Kedairis for the coming year with Kedusha of the coming year. Everything is great. Says Gemara, but now you have money with Kedusha. What do you do with that money with Kedusha? You know what you do with it? You pay the families of Atinas and Garmu who made the Kedairis and the Lechem upon him if you have an account with them open. But if you don't have an account with them open, the same person that answers, the same person that asks, says what? You use it for the Kayats of the Mizbeach for the dessert. And as well, his question is bothering was, can you use it for 
for the Klisharis. That last unanswered question was, what level of Kedusha is there to the Kedusha? Is it Kedusha's Hagof? Is there inherent Kedusha to the Kedusha? Which then is transferred onto this money, which then is used to be paid and therefore is going to be inherent Kedusha. And you could, yes, use it to buy you to, for the Klisharis, or is there not inherent Kedusha if you can only use it for the Kismas? On that last point, says the Gemara, this Palgun Pitma Bechulin. They argued about the Pitma Bechulin when they made the Chulin. Pitma Chulin Bechatiris, it changes. I'm sorry. Pitma Bechulin. If they made the Kataris with Chulin, with vessels which were not Kaddish, you made the Kataris. I am my house. I go and I have the recipe. I make Kataris in my own cup. Is that a problem? Says the Gemara. So the fact that you're making Kataris, if you make it for the base of Mikdash, that's fine. If you make it for your own private purpose, then you're Chaimisa. But if you make it for the base of Mikdash, back to Bismana base of Mikdash, that you knew the quantities, what's the Allah? Rav Yezibar of Chanina Amar Psula, Rav Yeshua Ben Levi Amar Kshira. What's this Machlaikas? The Machlaikas says, is there an Herring Kedusha onto the Katiris? If you hold this inherent Kedusha on the Katiris, then you're not going to make it in your own non-holy vessels. If you hold this not inherent Kedusha, then you're, yes, let to make it in your own vessels. I asked the Gemara, my time there, Yosef Bar Rabbi. What's the reason of Yosef Bar Rabbi that says it is Pasol Rabbi Rabbi Chanina? Kadosh, he says in the Torah it should be holy. Shete Aviyasa be Kadosh has to be created with holiness as inherent kedusha. My time there, Yosef Ben Levi. Kadosh, he shete ba mitumas alisha. This means it comes from Kadosh money. That is the machlekes usha to the kedayrus. On that, the Gemara continues and explains. Amar Rabbi Yosef Bar Rabbon asked the Rabbi Yosef Ben Chanina Kishmuel. The first opinion that held is Pasol that held is yes inherent kedusha goes. Like Shmuel, for Rabbi Shmuel Levi, Rabbi Yechlan, the Tanina we learned, Hamak Tishnachasav. So it makes his properties holy by men. Varimar in the Karbanai Sibur. This is tomorrow's daf. You make your house holy, and inside your house you have items that could be used in the base of Mikdash. Do we take the item itself as an inherent kedusha and give it to the base of Mikdash, or do we sell it and give the value? So Rabbi Yechlan, Amar Ketayres. If you have Ketayres in your house, then you let it go and give it straight. To the base of Megiddush, what do we see? We see that there is an Aaron Kedusha on the Ketairas, concurring with the opinion of Rav Yisi Be'er of Chanina, but the Gemara deflects and it says, No, Raya, Om Rav Yishia, Tipater Ba'uman, Mishal Be'saftinos. Now we're talking about a house of a person of the Be'saftinos, and that's the reason why he's Ketairas in his house to go to the base of Megiddush. Not necessarily is there an Aaron Kedusha. He happened to be a worker for the base of Megiddush, so there was Kedusha on it. Says the Gemara, Rav Yisi Be'er of Chanina Kishmuel, he was like, or Shmuel, he Feels like Shmuel that there's no inherent kedusha. They had to make the machteshes They had to make it in. I'm sorry, I said the names wrong. Apologies. We're now in the opinion of Rav Yisi who says that there is yes kedusha. He holds like Shmuel that he says because they made the klishares and it had to be in a holy vessel. Why? Because there was inherent kedusha onto it. Says the Gemara Rav Yisi Amra. Rav Chuna Kumi Rav Yaisi Davar Shekadosh Beklisharis Nifte Something which has Kedusha in a Klisharis that has inherent Kedusha you're allowed to redeem it Amar Lei Veloi Deshmuli and this is going to opinion of Shmuel Deshmuel Amar Kalu B'Maiser This Balgin no, meaning the Gemara just wanted to say, if you hold this inherent Kedusha, then would you be allowed to redeem it? Are you allowed to redeem items that have Kedusha Sagof? And that says the Gemara, no, it's no proof. What would the proof be? The proof would be from our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, what happened? What was the whole story that we started with the Kataris? Is that you're redeeming the Kataris and you're transferring the Kedusha. So if you hold, so seemingly from the Mishnah, from the fact that you can redeem it, is a proof that there's no inherent Kedusha. Because if there was an inherent Kedusha, how can you redeem it? On that, the Gemara retorts and says, No, Raya from the Mishnah. Because we're going with 
Shmuel that says Kalu B'Meiser, it's a special Kula by any excess, excess items automatically lose their Kedusha and you can redeem them. So the fact you can redeem in our Mishnah is not Oraya that is inherent Kedusha, that is not inherent Kedusha. This polygon, there was a Machlekes, I see her Tamimim, if you have leftover Karbonais, Shmuel Amar, Niftik Tamimim, you'll have to redeem it. How you let to redeem it? It's a Karbon. Shmuel holds when it's a leftover, you'll have to redeem it and you don't have to worry about it. Rav Yechlan Amar, no, Niftik Tamimim, you have to let it get a Mum. Similarly, if you have he goats that are left over, I'll take the Shmuel. According to Shmuel, it says you'll have to redeem it. This is a chatos. Of course, you can redeem it. You cannot redeem it. Rather, you have to let it graze until it gets a mum. And you're allowed to use it for the kayets of the Mizbeach. And now we conclude, says the Gemara, Vekasha Yishchatos Shekreva Ayla. What's going on over here? It's an end of B that a chatos is going to turn into an Ayla. How is that possible? Says the Gemara, it's not a problem. Because when it comes to carbon seber, when does it get its shame? When does it get its name? When does it become a chatos? Only once you shechted it. But if you never shechted it because it was leftovers, it never got that high level of Kedusha, therefore, it's not a problem transferring it from Chatos to Ayla. He explains that this is all an inherent and an implicit tonight, a stipulation that Bezdin speaks out on They allowed to worship it as Ayla's, not worship it, they allowed to sacrifice it as Ayla's. And that is the end of the Gemara over here. That was the discussion. The final discussion was the Machloikes, whether the Kedayers had inherent Kedusha. We wanted to bring a riot from the Mishnah for the fact you could redeem it, should show us it does not have inherent Kedusha. The Gemara deflects collected that proof because we could go with the opinion of Shmuel and Shmuel held that once something is leftovers it loses its loses its sanctity or more importantly you're allowed to redeem it as the Gemara proved extensively we'll pick up from Dafir Beis tomorrow